Thank you for tuning in, everyone. My name is Soleil Divine, and you're listening to Adjust Your Way to 100K, the podcast, the show that gives you insight into a very profitable career in the insurance adjusting industry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe to your on your favorite platform and share with anyone looking to get into this lucrative career. Share, share, share. Wow. So today, Mystery Elite. We're talking about, um, we're talking to, actually, adjusters. Okay. We did an episode um, with uh, one uh, one other TikTok influencer that's an adjuster, also a YouTube influencer. She, she wears a lot of different hats. Um, and this, this adjuster is no different. Her name is Alicia Lofton. Okay. Well, like, she's a dynamite in the insurance adjusting industry. She has a lot to say. Um... We're going to do this a little bit differently because we had a little bit of technical difficulty. All right, all so, right. But we're going to smooth it all out. So, mm-hmm. who is Alicia Lofton? So, wow. So, I found uh, Miss Lofton on Facebook. Okay. And what drew me to her is that she was dropping a lot of knowledge. Things that I knew were credible. Knowledge where? Knowledge about inju- adjusting. Uh, where? Oh, where? So her her Facebook group, let me go find it so I don't mess this up, y'all. Hold on one second. Because it's a lot of different Facebook groups, right? And people in some of these groups, you'll you'll see that they're just a little bit uh, negative sometimes. But uh, she goes by DJ Sneed as well on in this Facebook group. But the name of the group is Claims with plural, claims adjusters, with a apostrophe S, adjusters network. Gotcha. I say this because there's one that's named sort of the same thing. Okay. Um, DJ Sneed, you'll find her there. She's a moderator there on the um, on that platform. And wow, she just comes with knowledge all the time. Wow. Uh, she's also on TikTok um, as your adjuster homegirl. Because she's also there giving out the knowledge. So we had to bring her on and talk to uh, Alicia about just how she got into the game. Um, What did she foresee going forward? And what I think is so great about her is that she's keen on networking. Gotcha. We talk about that and she she drops some gems about how she networks in this this insurance realm. Well, obviously she's a a network influencer because she's in... Facebook mm-hmm. as a moderator, yeah. giving out knowledge and networking. Networking. That's the name of the game. Yes. Yep. That's how you get your jobs. Okay. Got network. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. how did Alicia Lofton get into insurance adjusting? Did you Did you guys go over that? Yeah, we did. We're gonna hear from her right now. Let's Let's go ahead and play it. I have a cousin. Um, I'm actually here in Texas. I'm originally from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I have a cousin here in Texas. When I first moved here, I met her, and she's always trying to get me into something. I don't care what it is, but she's always, let's try this, let's try that. But she's all about this money and trying new things, and usually I'm on board with her. Yeah. But uh, at the time when she came up with adjusting, uh, I was working for Cigna Group Insurance, and I was working disability claims. And then I had went over to appeals and then got into contracts. And in my mind, you know, I wanted to be loyal and retire from Cigna Mm -hmm. when she's trying to get me to leave. (laughs) (laughs) 
And then, um, but Cigna and the Lord had other plans. And so we get a phone call of that we were, our department was going to be no more. They were outsourcing to India to save money. They didn't wow. say save money, but we know what that's about. Definitely, yeah. So uh, now I'm sad. I'm boohooing and crying and praying. And my cousin calls me. Here she comes on three-way with some adjusters that were working her came Harvey. <laughs> so they got to showing me the check stubs and everything. And I was sold. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't that I didn't want to get into it. I just had this go with Signal, right? So now that Signal was no more, I went straight in. I got into the next pre-licensing class. And actually, I got on rosters before I actually took class and got my license. I didn't even know if I was going to pass, but <laughs> I was determined. Yes. So I was out on all the rosters way before I got my license. And um, then after that, it was uh, the waiting game because I thought I was going to get into Harvey working those claims because I didn't know about emergency licenses at the time that I could have just got one of those. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you live and you learn, right? Right. <laughs> right. And, that, and my next storm, as I continue to wait and prepare myself for the next storm, it would be Hurricane Florence of 2018. Awesome. Awesome. I love what you say, prepare yourself. Because I think mm -hmm. once we get that first license, right, you're ready to just jump in. You're ready for the money that they told you about. So do you remember that first that first uh, deployment? Oh, yeah. I did <laughs> that first one. So because I was actually traveling home after burying my grandmother when I got the call. Oh, um, okay. I'm sorry. Um, and so um, that, uh, I was like, I was, I was trying to get my composure, but I know this firm is calling me. So I, I'm in the passenger seat and I'm accepting a deployment for the first time. And I'm nervous because I don't know what I'm getting myself into. Yes. <laughs> but, um, especially anything new, you're going to be nervous. But I was happy at the same time because I hadn't had work for True. almost a year, you know, because I got let go in September of 2017. Here we, Florence, I, my, my uh, first deployment started September 12th. Okay. You never forget the date either. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and that was with Renfro and actually at a, for a state farm for their location in Irving, Texas. Okay. And I did auto total out as my first appointment. As you can see, she's been in this since 2017. Right around the time you were. Definitely. You, you bring up Hurricane Harvey, then I know you've yeah, been yeah, in this yeah. for a minute. Yeah. Um, wow. So it's amazing how much time has passed you know, and how different things are now than how it was back then getting into adjusting. Man, how different, how how crazy is it for you being someone who got in pre-COVID and seeing what's happening and taking place now? You know, it, it's, it's amazing, first of all, to have the opportunity because being the way that I started out doing this, having to travel so much and be away from home and, you know, Doing something hard. I was sleeping alone, y'all. <laughs> I was playing my R and B songs. <laughs> he was crying. Oh, 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 oh. We was we was FaceTiming it up. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but to do something difficult and demanding is working sixty plus hours a week. And actually, on my first deployment, I was working seven twelves. So to do something that demanding. And then be away from home and not have any kind of stability as far as that. That's a lot on you. 
So to be able to do this completely from home, I'm still amazed at the opportunity. I love talking about it. Sleeping with family or Airbnb or hotels. Mm-hmm. Uh, eating out of a, a to-go box. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to trying to buy food and and bring it to work and yeah. it was it's a lot of things that have to be thought about and calculated. Um, but when you're working from home, you don't have to think about any of that. Yeah. But you're still making the money and you're not having to incur those costs of hotel. Yeah, because those car. those fees add up. Yeah, it comes from you. Also, uh, I love talking to adjusters that have been in this for a while and they know the difference and can appreciate. How great the industry is now. I love it. So love let's it. see what Ms. Lofton has to say about the differences and the changes. I was excited, and because I already had experience, it didn't bother me to just kind of jump back into my role now. For newer people, I can see that being a challenge, especially if you never worked from home. Yeah. But uh, you do kind of, you know, the kind of cons on that is that you don't really have that person to kind of come to your desk to actually help you. Yeah. Um, it seems, you know, especially when you got a whole team where everybody's new and never done it, everybody needs help. So you have to play the waiting game. Oh, yeah. And you can't yeah. answer your policy holders and your agents and contractors. You can't answer because you don't know and yeah. you're waiting. So it's frustrating. It's yeah. very frustrating. It's a challenge. But again, I'm, I'm surprised that we haven't all fully come back to the building. And uh, I did go to the NACA conference and we actually had a discussion about that, you know, of where we're at today with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that we're still going to remain at home for some time. Uh, some, I Kind of like if it's not broke. You know, leave it alone. Yeah. I think uh, yes. again, it's pros and cons. Um, they don't have to, you know, pay so many bills or renting a building or what or leasing or whatever they're doing. Yeah, um, yeah. Imagine the so bad. Uh, I, I like not having to dress up every day. <laughs> that's, that's refreshing <laughs> too. Yes, yes. because it, it was business <laughs> casual. It wasn't jeans and sweat. Right. I tell you, I love talking about how different things are now. But um, you know what's what's great about Alicia? What's very interesting? What's that? That's why I love asking people how they got into this or what their background was before. Alicia also has a diverse background before she got into adjusting. Yeah. Uh, she did DJing. Um, DJ Sneed. DJ Sneed, also known on Facebook. Right. Um, but it sounds like she's, she's got a lot of degrees and had ambitions in teaching. And that's what led her into teaching other adjusters. Wow. wow. Like, that's blown me away that she just got in this in 2017, and now she's already teaching if other you're adjusters. you're a teacher and you listen to this and you want to get into justice. There's a lot of teachers getting into adjusting. Hey, hey, hey. That's a whole episode on its own. Yeah. For real. Like, there's a lot of teachers that are getting into adjusting. Um... But it's sort of been the opposite for Alicia. Well, I'm going to let her explain her story. But she also has a school, a course, where she helps people do their pre-licensing. Wow. Yeah, very interesting. Let's listen. How did you get in the space right. to to be teaching like you are? Like, going from being in, new in this industry in 2017 uh, to now doing the endeavors okay. that you have now to bring in new people. How did you get into that? Teaching has always been my passion, and I, I feel it's a gift. Of, I've always wanted to do it since I was a, a child, and uh, I always try to take over class in school, <laughs> um, and some of the teachers let me, but, and, and I, 
obtain my associates, bachelor's and master's and nobody's ever given me the opportunity to teach and y'all so short on teachers, but you know, yeah. I, I always feel like God, God knows best and he does things for a reason. So um, actually on my first deployment, this lady behind me noticed how quick I picked up and started helping everybody else. And she saw how passionate I was in doing and helping other people. And she said, had you ever thought about teaching the Texas Online Free Licensing course? Never gave it a thought. Mm. And so I looked into it. Now, it, now, they don't just give you everything. You have to create everything yourself as an instructor and then pass it to them to see if it's approvable or not. Mm -hmm. Okay, So that's the process. And as I went back and forth with the state, I finally when I had given up I finally got approved and so and I was like okay this is my calling and I'm supposed to change some people's lives here with this because not only do I teach you what I'm required to teach you in order to take the exam mm -hmm. I set you up to be very successful every one of my students leave me knowing exactly what to do they're not lost they know exactly which roster is just going to put them to work as mm -hmm. a new adjuster. They know they know exactly what certifications to go get and who to get them from. Mm -hmm. uh, they know where to get their supplies if they're going to be in a field. They yeah. know everything. They know where to get their licenses and which license is going to take extra steps and which ones we got the test for. So, you know, I really, really, really set them up, make sure resumes are straight. Uh, I offer a mentoring program as well. Yeah. And so, and I do one-on-one and I set smart goals with them whether for their short-term and long-term goals, whether they're industry related or personal and, you know, kind of see where they want to go and help them get there. Cause you got yeah. some people that, Hey, I want to field. So, you know, as a field adjuster, I'm going to recommend these type of trainings and, you know, like rope and harness yep. and property training, taking examination, stability. So I'm setting you up to get on that path that you're trying to go on yep. based on my experience, knowledge and expertise and resources that I have available to me. Talking to Alicia is it's just great to hear from an adjuster that's very serious about their career. You can tell. Um, because she's, she's been in this and I just keep saying 2017 seems like a long time away, but in adjuster years, it's not a lot of time, Yeah. but she's done so much and, and now teaching others. Um, if you want to get in touch with Alicia, you, Alicia, I'm sorry, you can go to your adjuster homegirl.com. Uh -huh. She has a networking event, uh, later in, uh, very early in 2023 in February of 2023. It's going to be a, an adjuster sneaker ball. I think this is going to be a great opportunity to meet with her and to network with other adjusters that are just as serious. Yes. Because um, you do have to invest in yourself in yes. this industry. And I could tell by talking to Alicia, like, she's invested a lot now, in her career. She hasn't just relied on the education part. Mm -hmm. She's invested in herself. Um, she's gonna, She's uh, also done a lot of... Um, Certifications, boot camps? Yes, boot camps. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So she's done a lot of boot camps. She's networking. She has an event coming up. So, like, she's all in. Yeah. L listen to what she says about some of people's thoughts and their misconceptions when they get in this game. Um, another misconception people get is, you know, when it comes to licenses, I don't want to get New York because they always think they have to go somewhere. 
mm-hmm. you know, in a desk, or you're going to need more licenses. You're sitting remote, you know, at a desk, mm-hmm. remote mm-hmm. or or at a building or wherever you're sitting. You can work as many claims your property licensed for, right? Where your yep. field adjuster can only be one place at one time. So as a field adjuster, you may not, you're not going to need as many licenses as your desk adjuster would True that. okay for that reason number one but of course I do both so I, I, I hold 22 licenses including New York and Hawaii mm-hmm. but my first uh, field experience uh was for Hurricane Dorian in okay. 2019 and um we had to meet in Birmingham Alabama first now mind you uh she Dorian had not landed yet so I was you know, sometimes you're already going to wherever you need to go before it even happens. You're already accepted the deployment. Yeah, yeah, staging. Yeah, and then the the the, the pay starts that day. Yeah, your first day of deployment. Even though we had she had he or she whatever she was had not hit yet. Mm-hmm. And so we're waiting, but we're doing orientation. We're doing training while we're waiting getting yeah. our system set up, all our logins and good stuff. So you're not going to just sit around and get paid to do nothing, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. We, and we were actually practicing on vehicles in the parking lot on writing oh. estimates. Okay, okay so cool. we really had to utilize our time. Yeah, and yeah. We, by day three, they relied, told us each where we were going. So my company that I was with, we were sent to South Carolina, Rock Hill. Okay. So we had four hours yet, you know, till the next day to get there. And so, and you still getting paid, but we, we got there and uh, still playing a waiting game. And then when, when she hit, we only got 60 claims in our area. <laughs> so we got, um, so that's the shortest deployment that I've ever had in history was seven days. And do know that a lot, what a lot of adjusters, adjusters are not taught in the independent adjusting world is that one deployment equals one year of experience. It doesn't matter how long it lasts. Hey, talk that talk. Let them know, because a lot of people don't know that. These are Yeah, these are things, you're dropping knowledge. You're dropping knowledge of things that you don't know unless you come in contact with a more seasoned adjuster, and they're going to let you know that. So just a little bit of experience. That week, your first uh, field deployment was a week. My first deployment was three weeks. And that helped me, was a catalyst for me to get on a whole bunch of other deployments. They just wanted to see that little bit of time. So I'm glad you mentioned that. So um, out of all the things you've done, um, and now we're going into the future of adjusting now, where we've been through COVID and the virus and <clears throat> we're working at home. Hey, I, I still can't believe that people fresh into this are able to work from home. The opportunities that exist now, they're mind blowing. That's really the reason why I'm talking wow. about it. Um, let me know, what do you think, uh, where do you see adjusting going? Where do you see the uh, trajectory for independent adjusters going into the future? I think they'll still keep it this way uh, for a while. Um, I mean, they have their reasons why, um, again, we're still having COVID outbreaks at these locations. I'm just being honest. I've had a student that got deployed and went in the building for training. And the, the actual trainer gave everybody COVID. Wow. So that was supposed to be a three-week thing and they got sent home immediately. You yeah. know, so we're going to run into, you gonna, we're going to keep running into this because it's not going anywhere. Yeah. So uh, I kind of think, you know, for everybody's safety, uh, just they're, they're still going to keep people at home. And again, ever since we've had the pandemic, 
And this is challenging too, is that we they've had people uh, take pictures. So if it's an auto claim, you take a picture of your vehicle. Yeah. Your home, it's a way to have them walk around with videos, take photos, and, and then try to write an estimate off of that. Now, yeah. if you're a new adjuster, that's going to be very hard for you. Very because you nice. get an estimate and now you got to write it like this <laughs> that's oh, yeah. challenging yeah to write a virtual of estimate it takes a lot of expertise and skill it definitely. does and it so does. that i can say that's a challenge for new adjusters yeah um, more of your seasoned one because me i don't even feel comfortable you know writing an auto estimate looking at photos hey it's it, writing a virtual estimate is hard i've only done um i did one auto deployment everything else has been property but trying to write a virtual claims experience adjustment when they're walking through the house with their phone and it i can't handle that i gotta send somebody out from the field um they're trying to move i feel like more in that way but i think the 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 thing that i i'm so excited about is just the room for growth for adjusters um mm -hmm. with so many more older adjusters leaving the industry, um, making more way, more opportunities that weren't there before. And also, uh, tell me what you think about the number of adjusters that we need. I don't think it's being talked about yeah. widely. And you tell me what you want to talk about with it, but I think it's, the numbers are, we need more yeah. adjusters than what they're saying. <laughs> now you hear that, especially in Texas, that is saturated here and we have too many. No, if we had so many adjusters in these different states, uh, we wouldn't be needing emergency licenses because, again, uh, when emergency license is presented by a particular state, they're they're looking at <clears throat> how many uh, uh, licenses are currently active in their system mm -hmm, mm -hmm. based on the the uh, possibility of how many claims is supposed to come out. Hurricane Danielle. Let's just go ahead and name her. She next. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then they look at, they, they compare that. Will we have enough adjusters to do that? If not, because they got to take into consideration, again, your older adjusters that have retired, they can still have an active license, but they're not working. Yep. Then you have those who still don't want to travel because of COVID. And the new challenge is because of inflation. Yes. So, and, when, and Maddie with Adjuster TV have even yeah. touched on, on this about, you know, with the increase in gas, and lodging how that's going to affect your field adjusters because y'all can't you i mean i ain't gonna say what they can't do because they can but who's gonna be willing to accept a little change or hourly pay for field when we everything has gone up you know yeah. they don't to me they they really need to kick in per them yeah. this hurricane season to help us because y'all yeah. need us to help y'all but y'all gotta help us help y'all yeah yeah, I, you know, I didn't think it about that. Make sense. It yeah. got to make sense. It, gotta, it does have to make sense across the board. Alicia was a lot of fun to have on the podcast. I love her energy. I love what she's doing for the adjusting community. Teaching, I, you know, it's amazing. You know, one thing about adjusting is not really, really um, glamorous. There's not a lot of action. There's mm -hmm. not, you know, this, this thing <laughs> we can show people. So we have to make adjusting fun ourselves by being us yes you know yes, what i'm saying yes and alicia definitely brings that to uh 
this realm of adjusting. The fun, um, she's got an event in February, uh, February 25th, 2023. It's going to be an adjuster sneaker ball. She's going to be DJing at the ball. DJ Sneed is her DJ name. Um, wow. You can get tickets she's for gonna, this. Not only is she hosting, she's yeah. going to DJ. Yeah. <laughs> Did she say what kind of shoes you know? What, what kind of sneakers? Well, she does talk about it. Make sure you go to youradjusterhomegirl.com to get the tickets All for the right. event. But let's listen to her talk about this event. Like, I'm excited. Let's go. Entertain and bring everybody together. So we are having a sneaker ball for us adjusters on Saturday, February 25th, 2023 in Rockwall, Texas, which is outside of Dallas on the beautiful Hilton on the lake. Okay. So uh, we've got some firms that's backing us as sponsors. And I want y'all to grab your formal gowns and your suits and your sneakers. And I want y'all to be there. Tickets is $150. That does include dinner. We're going to have live entertainment, live band. I'm a DJ. So oh. we'll be DJing when they oh, take Oh, you going to be there? I need y'all to get y'all tickets on Eventbrite. Okay. Yes. Y'all, yes. you got to so. get there. Because what I hear in there, fun. Uh, being around other adjusters and networking with a capital N. You get to talk to and rub elbows with people that are doing this field. You may yeah. learn something, find a new friend, upgrade your career, and have fun at the same time. I love it. I love it. Alicia, it. that's great. That's great. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. We appreciate you for being on your adjuster home, girl. We appreciate you on being on Adjust Your Way to 100K. Thank you for listening in to Adjust Your Way to 100K. We appreciate you. We really appreciate it having. We love you. Yes. You're, we thank you. You're Adjuster Homegirl on. Um, if you're trying to get into this lucrative industry and you're trying to get some more information, you want a strategy, you need a blueprint, um, go to 100kadjuster.com. That's 100k. Mm -hmm. Adjuster. <laughs> Make sure you subscribe to the podcast um, and share this episode with anybody that's looking to get into a lucrative career. There's a lot of different ways you can get into this industry. Um, just like Alicia, she has a very unique story. Make sure you go uh, follow and subscribe to her on all the social media platforms. Your adjuster homegirl, DJ Sneed on Facebook. And you'll find that there's a lot of interesting adjusters out here. If you need your license. Yes. You may be in Texas. Oh, you might be in you Texas. You might be in Texas. You want to hit up Alicia? Mm-hmm. Sneed, her, yep. Mm -hmm. her, her website? Oh, youradjusterhomegirl.com. I said Alicia Sneed. That's her DJ name. Yeah. It's Alicia Lofton. But look, let's say you're remote somewhere and you're still trying to get into this game and you need uh, some pre-licensing course. You can go to adjusterpro.com. That's who we use. Adjusterpro.com. Use our code SD2022. SD2022. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. I can't say this enough. Subscribe on YouTube, Stitcher, Google, wherever podcasts are. We're there too. We'll see you next week. Oh, we're going to talk about something big next week. The storms are coming. We out. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready too. We out. Let's do it. We go. I'm here, Jerry. <laughs>